Kabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, I believe we have a voice note before we even speak to our first guest. So let's play the voice note for Ramatle. Good evening, Mr. Musiya. Uh, I just want to wish my my brother, Murare Rama, all the best. This man is a hard work. I really love him. You know how he communicates with he, with his colleagues at the back there. It it it, it impacts. It give it impacts on uh, positively to uh to to the players. I really wish him all the best. My name is uh, Ephraim uh, Mpeti. So my name is Ephraim Mpeti. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you, Ephraim. Clearly a big fan of Rama, and he joins us on the line. Rama, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. So thank you so much, my brother. Thank you so much, and good evening to all your listeners. Great. I hope you're well. How's life in Durban? Yo, life is. Uh, I'm. 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 I'm trying to settle in, man. You know, I've. I've only been here for a few weeks, and it's a. It's a, it's a different city, and uh, like so. I'm just trying to settle in and. So I can just start uh, focusing on the job that's at hand here at Amatoli. So yeah, Devon is Devon has been good. Uh, the people here are very good, friendly, and yeah, most of them they love the stuff by Amazon. Are you getting used to the humidity? Uh yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, if you train here every day, eventually your body has to to adapt to the weather here and and the heat. And but nice thing is there's no winter here, so. Yeah. yeah, that's Deben for you. But you seem, you might have been there for a few weeks, Rama, but you seem to have fitted in like a glove there at Amazul. I mean, I saw you in one of the preseason tournaments there where you played like you've been there for a long time. Um, how has it been just at, at Amazulu for the past few weeks for you? Uh, look, it's, it's been great. It's been going well. And, you know, I remember uh, that uh, a week before that, obviously, I was training with uh, Supersport, you know, I was training with Coach Governor. And then I remember on, a, I think it was on a Wednesday uh, after I had a, a hard session with Supersport and then Amazulu calls and like, yeah, you have to come down to Devon. And, and I had to like rush and leave for Devon. But the guys welcomed me yeah, and, you know, I, I really appreciate that because, you know, in football, when you see somebody like, ah, he's here to take my position and all those things. So, the guys welcomed me and yeah, you know, a bunch of good guys, you know, a very talented team. And yeah, it's been a pleasure working with them and yeah, we we we're getting along very well. And and why did you decide on Amazulu Rama? Because I would think you've had a few offers and you mentioned you were also training with Supersport. What convinced you to go to Amazulu? Uh look, uh, you know, uh, obviously with what happened at Kaiser Chiefs and you know, and then now I had to take a little bit of a break and just uh, let everything settle down and obviously uh, uh, make a decision. And then I remember I had a conversation with my son. I said to him, uh, he says to me after, like, I uh, was fetching him from school, he says, Daddy, I heard on Metro FM that uh, you are leaving Kaiser Chiefs. I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving, son. And he's like, okay, so where are you going? I'm like, ah, I don't know. Uh, he's like, uh, I said, I asked him a question, where do you want me to go? And then he mentioned like few clubs and he mentioned Supersport in there. And Amazulu was one of the clubs that he said I must go to. 
you know. So yeah, I mean, I mean, and it's also a good club. It's a good club with a rich history. Mm. It's a good club, and apparently, it's the oldest club in South Africa. I didn't know that, but now I do. Yes, yes, but it depends who you ask. Because some people will say Amazulu was bought by somebody else, and then it's not lot. It's not the same Amazulu as before. But, but hey, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, whether you have a stepmom or a stepfather, you're still yourself. So it doesn't change the fact that uh, we are the oldest uh, team in South Africa. But like beside yeah. that, uh, it's a team that has always showed the potential to to, to get better. I, rem- mm. I remember, uh, what was it last season when they were playing the Champions mm. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so you, you look at those clubs like Amazulu and uh, Cape Town City, you know, they, they have ambitions, you know, they, they want to do well, they want to compete. And and for me, also, I spoke to the coach and the management and they, they showed interest and that's why I came down to Kevin. Mm. And yeah, of course, there was other offers, but, you know, uh, you have to to choose and, 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 and see which uh, club would be suitable for you, the way they play, the way they do things, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, so I think uh, Amazulu was for me uh, the right choice because uh, it just felt right, you know, it felt mm. right. And being in a club that's competitive and very organized, and they've got they've got something going good uh, down. And are there familiar faces, guys, you've played with with before? I can think of George. Yeah, yeah, Zuma. Yeah, George Zuma is here, and you know, yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, it's George. It's Zuma. And I've played with uh, Gumede at the uh, national team when we were oh. actually like under 23, under 20. So, yeah. Uh, so, and also familiar faces like Major, uh, Mango, like I, will, uh, I played with him too late, Sundowns also. Oh, yes, uh, yes. And yeah, maybe Keegan? And Keegan? And Keegan at Chiefs and yeah. Mubara at Bafana. So, all these guys are guys that have like we've interacted in a way in football and remember uh, South Africa South Africa like the league we all know each other we all hang out we all talk so it's not mm. it's not like now you're going into a foreign country where you don't know anybody mm. and so but for me the, the challenge is just to to settle in here and and, and obviously uh, try and understand how they do things how they play you know because it's not it's not easy to come in and just like okay this guy he likes running behind this one likes uh, getting the ball on his feet. So those are the things that I've been uh, working on. And it's going to take time, but I'm I'm positive that it will be good in, in no time. And I'm sure the mood also in the camp is good. It helps to get off to a good start this season, two wins and a draw so far. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, releases a little bit of pressure, you know. And, you know, it, you know we, we started well, but I can always say we can do better, you know. We can can do better as a team and we know that we can do better because you look at the goals that we considered you know you look at the super sports we came back from behind and then Cape Town City again we come from behind so I think there's a lesson in that to say okay don't wait for somebody to punch punch first and then you know you're in a better position to be able to win the game because you know when you wait for somebody to punch you and you never know whether you're going to come back so those are the things that uh, the coach, the technical team, really, really need to work on. And us as players, also, we need to 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 minimize the mistakes and you know try and commit less mistakes so that we can keep on getting the points. And you know, the league the league is a marathon, and mm. we still have a long way to go. We just have to to work on the team and try and polish a few 
tactical uh, issues that the coach wants. So, yeah. And how's the coach? What kind of a coach is Brandon Truta from what you've seen so far, Rama? Uh, he, he's a, he's a, most importantly for me, he's a good guy, you know, because most of the time, you know, we have coaches that are good coaches, but, you know, they, they like, they like humanity and, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't look at, uh, look at us as human beings. They just look at us as like a football player. So for me, uh, what I've seen so far is like more of like a, uh, you know, a man, uh, management like he manages the players very well and he, he like I said he's a human being and that's for me the most important thing and on a, on a, on a football aspect a very knowledgeable guy you know uh, he, he, he actually I was surprised when we were in one of the meetings he said to the guys don't worry go out and make mistakes I'll protect you <laughs> you know but he, he said I'll protect you but I will never lie for you so you know, that gives you comfort as a player and say, go and make mistakes. You know, when the media says this, I will protect you. But again, I'm not going to lie for you. If you don't work hard, I'm going to say it. you're not working hard. So a very knowledgeable coach uh, and, and, and a very good human being. And yeah, I think it's been a pleasure working with him. And obviously, I'll get to learn and know him even much better when we actually keep on working together. So, yeah. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to Ramathlon Patlele, who's now at um, Amazulu. He's already um, played a game for Amazulu so far, and we do welcome your, your voice notes on 061-4104-107. You can call us on 011-714-2006. If you have any questions for him, we'll take those after this break. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Okay, I can see we have lots of reaction for our guest tonight. Clearly a very popular player. Let's hear some of the voice notes, Katlako. Good Tabiso and uh, Rama in the studio. Um, uh, I, I like the way uh, Rama is. He's so composed and uh, he looks like a, a very well-organized guy. I just want to check with him. Is he pre- preparing for life after, after soccer? What is it that he's preparing for? Is he gonna pursue uh, coaching or other 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 careers? Thanks, several of you in a yeah, man. Um, congratulations to Rama for signing for Amazulu. You know, uh, I think a lot of players has been released, you know, upon this season, and some of the players, some of these players, have even got even teams, you know, for him to get. To sign for Amazulu, I think it's a big thing, and congratulations to him. You know, uh, basically my question is that um, after him leaving Sundowns, you know, uh, going to Kaiser Chiefs and now at Amazulu, how do he view his career? You know, after leaving um, Sundowns, he was a captain also there. Sundowns was successful and all that. You know, and what does he hope to achieve there in 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 Amazulu? This is Joseph Mambo from Maga. Evening, dear member Tulane from Holland. Congratulations to Rama for getting a new club. I thought maybe he was going to swallow since he started there. I thought maybe he wanted to finish his career also there. But now uh, he chose to leave Gauteng. Now, what are his personal goals for the season? And is, does he still look to play for national team? Thanks. Uh, good evening, uh, member. Good evening, Ramatwa. Um, the Rose Royals himself. Um, my name is Melifa. I just want to 
No, because I'm a Sundowns fan and I was very disappointed when you left uh, Mamlodi Sundowns. So I just want to know, what was the reason for you to leave uh, Mamlodi Sundowns? Was it uh, money that was offered to you or was there something else that, you know, at that time maybe they promised you that, you know, Chiefs would be winning promise, I mean, uh, cups or what was the real reason? Was it money? And let's be honest, you know, and we, we still love you at Sundowns and you were captain by then. So, yeah, man, can you just clarify that? And all the best uh, with everything at the Amazon. Um, what was the main reason why he did not choose us Super Sport United? Like, uh, was it the no offer or what? Because I really would have loved him there. Okay, okay, the Super Sport fans have also come out here. Rama. Maybe let's start from... From the bottom, yeah. You, he heard that you said you were training with Supersport. Was it and was there an intention to sign? Why did you not end up at Supersport? Uh, you know, uh, obviously, you know, football is funny, man. You know, uh, I remember I called Coach Devin, and then you know he's a crazy guy. You know, and he says to me, "Hi, hi, Rama. Uh, how are you?" I'm like, "I'm fine. Like, are you looking for a job?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know I don't have a job. So he's like, hey, look, my son. You know, remember Coach Gavin is one of the coaches that uh, he's the one who gave me my first professional contract. So mm. he, 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 like, I'll, I'll forever be in debt to him. And, you know, a very good guy also. So he says, look, uh, you know, I, I would love to have you, uh, but uh, I'm looking for attackers and I've just signed Tyson who plays the same position with you. So in that department, I have a lot of defenders and, you know, mm. and yeah, so I said, it's fine, man. I, I've been sitting, remember after I got released by Kaiser Chiefs, I, I, I just like, I was just home for like two, three weeks and then I I needed to train and keep fit, you know, in case something uh, happened. So, and then I was just training there, but I, I knew that I'm, I'm not going to sign for them because obviously he told me that. He had too many defenders and he was even trying to offload other defenders. And you know, so that's the only reason uh, I did not sign for Supersport. And mm. for those who don't know, Supersport, I actually played for Supersport. You know, I played for Supersport the first time I came to Jovek. I played for Supersport. I was the captain of the under 14 team that had Abu Tato Mukeke, Kamukalo Mukocho, Kemiti Rasmus, Masubusa Nizongo. That generation, we mm. all came to Supersport the same year, yeah. yeah. And there was other that. players in the, there was other players in that group that actually did not make it. That was so good for me, like the likes of Sean Ngiti. Snetembangiti. No, Sean. Oh, Sean. Called Sean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then there was another guy called Simpiwe, and then there was, you know, there were good players. Was Pilani Kuala also there? Pilar Nukwela was, was there, you know, that we had a very good team, bro. We, we had a good team. I remember we won the league that year. And, yeah, and then I left the following year, so, yeah. Yeah. And then, Rama, are you surprised that people still ask you about why you left Sundowns so many years later? And how do you feel when people still ask you that question? Because they say they still love you, but they still don't understand why their captain left them. Yeah, you know, like I, I meet lots and lots of Sundown supporters, and I love Sundown supporters. I love Sundown as a as a football club, you know, you know. But the question, whenever like I would I would meet a fan on the street or in the mall or ever or in the filling station, they'll be like, "Hey, now why did you leave Sundown? No, you shouldn't have done that and all these things, you know." 
But for me, for me, uh, as a footballer, I mean, like, you know, we love this game, you know, we love this game and we have, we, we, we have ambitions, we have dreams, we want to, we want to try this and that, you know, so I, I felt at that time, I've been at Sundowns for five years and, you know, you remember the turnaround, the turnaround of Sundowns, that's, that's when it started, you mm. know, with the, when coach, coach Peter called me back from the loan and then. He signed other players, and then that's that's when you, if if you can recall since that time when we uh, we, we were there, Abu Bongani Zungu, Tom Pokekana, all those Tavo and Tete, Alias Kut, you know, we 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 actually like put a strong foundation, and and congratulations to Sundowns that like they didn't lose that culture, you know, they kept it, and then that's why even today they're still going because you know they've uh, Coach Peter laid a very good foundation for Sundowns and. And I'm happy that I played a part in, in, in that turnaround because remember before then, I think Sundowns was also like seven years, eight years without a trophy. And mm-hmm. then we came in and then we, we, we won a few trophies. And I, I felt like, look, I'm only going to play for a certain period of time. And also that time my contract was finishing and negotiations were taking too long. And I spoke to my brother. It's like, hey, look, there's an opportunity for you to go and play for Kaiser Chiefs. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, let's do it. And then we did it and it happened. And yeah, the rest is history. Like, I, I never, like, I left there with my integrity still intact. I left, uh, like, I left I left in a good uh, in a good way. I didn't fight anyone. I didn't say, hey, you did this. You didn't want to pay me and all those things. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy and Sundowns will forever be part of my football career, you know. And then how do you look back at your time at Chiefs then? Oh, like, oh, bro, it was, hey, Chiefs, Chiefs was actually more difficult than Sundowns, eh, to be honest, you know, because, you know, when, when you're outside, you look at this club, where Kaiser Chiefs football club, and be like, wow, this is a big club, and which is, it is a big club, and then you, you, you want to jump into the other side and try and also explore this uh, big lab with rich history and lots and lots of supporters, you know. But once you're inside, then that's when you start realizing, wow, okay, EA is actually more difficult than the other side. But like, but we here now, we have to try and make this thing work. We have to work hard. Because I was actually talking to Zuma today mm-hmm. and, and then we were just talking about the times we had a chief is like, you know, we could have easily won three big trophies at our times at Kaiser Chiefs. I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's like, bro, we lost in the Champions League final. We lost the league in the last 10 minutes, you know? Mm. You know, we lost the Net Bank Cup final. So all those things. But again, you know, also maybe a little bit of uh, we didn't have luck. And, but but for us, we, we went there. We gave our best. And that's all we could do. I mean... For me, success is in the effort that we put every day and try and get better and try and improve. And so, yeah, it was it was it was a good thing that Kaiser Chiefs wanted to speak. So, are you saying there was more pressure maybe at Chiefs than at Sundowns, or more expectations? Look, look with uh, with all due respect, you know, in terms of fan base, right? Sun uh, Chiefs has more fan base than than Sundowns, right? And the pressure at Sundowns is more on the inside, you know. The pressure comes from the coach, the manager, you know, Mambush saying, hey, guys, you need to win and all those things, you know. And then 
whereas it's different at Chiefs, the pressure is more outside. You understand? Mm. Yeah, when you walk on the streets and when you lose against Pirates or Sundowns, now you can't even go to the to the mall. That that's the pressure that I'm talking about. And you know, so at Sundowns the pressure was in the team, not the club, the team, the team as in us, the players, mm-hmm. the coaches, management. That's that's where we the pressure was there, and it was a pressure of saying we need to do well, you know, because you know. Remember, I was also coming from Sunday from solos, and mm. I remember when I, I I got I got there, we played uh, MTN eight against Pirates, and then I was starting that game, and then I said to surprise, we need to draw against uh, uh, Pirates, and then he said to me, no, 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 that's not how we do things. <laughs> Everybody we play against, we need to beat. And from that day, like my my mentality changed because now remember at Solos, playing against Pirates, you get a draw is a win for us. Mm-hmm. And then you come to this club where they wanna beat Chiefs, they wanna beat the Orlando Pirates, they wanna beat everybody. So Preston said, "Hey, that thing here, whoever we play, we wanna beat." And then, and then that's where you start cultivating this uh, strong mental fortitude of saying, "Okay, I'm here now." and this is the culture, and I'm joining the culture. So, yeah, you know. So that's that's that, that's that, man. I mean, yeah. But for me, uh, there's more pressure than at Sundowns. Uh, but how do you make then Rama of how things ended at 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 Kaiser Chiefs for you? Yeah, yeah. You know that. You know, I, I knew that question was gonna come. You know it. <laughs> It's football, man. It's football, and in football, things change. Like change, a lot of changes were happening at Kaiser Chiefs, and you know, I, I still had an option to renew uh, for one more year. And, you know, so uh, I mean, I spoke to 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 the management. I spoke to coach, and I spoke to to Kaiser Junior, and you know. And then, yeah, they told me, hey, bro, look, we like you. We want to work with you and everything, you know, but uh, we're not going to be able to, to continue with you. And they wished me well. And, you know, I would have loved to stay for one more year because they, you know, and remember I was I was starting to play and I was, you know, starting to, I had a good relationship with C and Gazana now at the back and we're playing and I'm hoping, oh, next season we can, you know, try and, and 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 improve our combination, you know. And but like it's football, bro. I don't have to be bitter and everything, you know. I've had my time at Chiefs. I've given everything to the club, and the club did the same in return, you know. I remember they've taken care of us, and you know, it's just the way that uh, it happened. I think they should have handled it a little bit better. But again, like I said, they they're in a business of football, and. And again, you have this guy, Kaiser Jr., who's now uh, trying to change things at the club. And he, at some stage, he has to make this kind of decision. The hard decisions, that's what leaders do. They make hard decisions, uh, but not on a personal level, mm-hmm. but for the benefit and the growth of the club. So I, I, I clearly understood and I said to him, look, all the best going forward. And I mean, football is a journey. We, we, we keep on going, we keep on trying, we keep on gauging ourselves. And for me, that's, that's the, like, I, I had a wonderful time at Kaiser Chiefs. We went to the Champions League final. We were, we almost won the league. We, you know, we, we, we fought. We went through a lot of uh, downs, you know, because, you know, like I said, there's, there's like, 
too much pressure and like you know some of the youngsters couldn't handle it and you know. but yeah so my time at Chiefs was was good bro I enjoyed myself unfortunately like we fell short we fell short of trophies like you know so that's the unfortunate part but like I said we did our best and our best is all we could do and and you mentioned that sometimes they have to make a business decision. Did you get a feeling that it was also a money decision Rama achieves and maybe the club was trying to lower the wage bill releasing all these senior players? Uh I'm 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 not I'm not quite sure. Maybe it also had to do with that, you know, but like I mean I, I wasn't one of the most highest paid players so so look like I said the uh, Kaiser had to make a decision and you know obviously it's not easy for him also to 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 come and, and sit and look at me Cardoso Castro and say guys I'm not giving you contracts anymore and again after the club has been going through this this uh, period whereby things are not going well and you know and of course not only the players are uh, responsible for what happened at Chiefs you know even them as the management, they know that they play the part uh, uh, for for us to to be where we are, you know, for the club to be where it is right, uh, right now. So, uh, like I said, he's got the courage to say, "I'm tr- I'm trying to turn around this thing." And and you remember, uh, I think when I, I went to Sundowns again, I think Pito signed like 15 players and released like 10 players, and that's that's how it is. Like you know. They, they, if they wanted change, they were not gonna keep going the same route that they were going. They had to change uh, a little, a little bit, and and again, you know, change takes time, and then it's not gonna come as fast as they want because you know I still follow them, and uh, you know, I've, for me, they must, they must give them a chance to to try and make this change. Change takes time. It's not gonna come just like that. It's not lottery, and you know, and for him, obviously releasing all these senior players, he felt, okay, the club needs new blood, but there you go, get the new blood, but just know that, like, it's going to take a little bit of time, and, you know, but they still have the senior players there, like the likes of Tower, Itu, Brendan, and Cole, they're still there, yeah. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to Ramatlon Patele. We're going to wrap up our conversation shortly, but I believe we've got a caller from KZN. Temigose, good evening. Oh, Temigose is gone. Okay, let's wrap up with some voice notes. Good evening, Taviso. Uh, I'd like to congratulate uh, Rama for his move to Amazul. I should thank him for his professionalism throughout his stay at Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, my question to him is, uh, what's his take on alcohol abuse by PSL players? Because uh, Daniel Cardoso and Leonardo Castro came out to say South African players are struggling with alcohol abuse and why he thinks South African players are struggling with alcohol abuse. Thank you, Rama. This is Mukheti Musi. Okay, thanks for, for that. Is there, Rama, is there a problem with alcohol abuse in, in, in our football? <laughs> you guys are really putting me in a corner right now. Uh, look, look, uh, I don't think it's something that... Uh, it's like we all know it's been there. We all know we've had stories before, you know, of people being chased out of the World Cup camp. We've had stories of the days when we were young that players couldn't come to camp. We've had stories of 
players losing their lives, you know, because of alcohol-related issues. So, you know, so for me, it's a very sensitive uh, subject, but like if, I mean, at Chiefs, uh, fortunately, we had, you know, an opportunity to speak to like psychologists and, and tell them about the problems that we face and, you know, of course, there's been issues and there's been cases of people who are, who are abusing alcohol. And believe me, I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking a glass of whatever that you enjoy on a night. But as long as you don't abuse it, because abusing it, number one, it will lower your performances. It puts you at risk also of, you know, you driving and you drinking, all those things. So I think this is for the clubs. The clubs should actually be monitoring the situation and say, okay, I mean, at, Ch- at Chiefs, we had like moments where you get tested. At Sundowns, we, we also got tested. You get a breathalyzer. So, yeah, we get breathalyzed for those things. But like, not in not like most cases, like the players were okay. Yes, of course, these players would drink in the PSL. That's not a secret. I mean, it happens all over. But again, mm, mm. it's, can you drink and still like come and perform and win because all these things this was drinking, this was coming late this was doing that, they would only come when the the results are not forthcoming you know, because if things are not going well we look for something that we can you know, blame, but uh, at Chiefs uh, actually like we even had a concern form to say nobody's gonna come to training times, we signed it and but like it's it's for the clubs for me to to actually try and tackle this issue. If like if they if they notice this issue that is happening, because that's for me it's unprofessional for a player to to come to training drunk. It's unprofessional. We we're not saying players should not enjoy their lives, mm-hmm. but come on, respect respect your teammates, respect your coaches, and most importantly, respect your job because. Uh, I mean, football is is, is our is our is our bread, and if you don't respect that, then then you know, for me, sometimes it just puzzles me and just like paralyzes me a little bit when players come to to work uh, under the influence of alcohol. So, yeah. but uh, hopefully the clubs will try and tackle the issue and try and. Mm. And and I even remember when we spoke to. He was telling us, ah, in Denmark there, it was normal to drink. You get into the changing room, there are cases of beer there, and it's just normal. It's just that maybe sometimes here at home, we overdo it, but it's, it's, it's the culture. Yeah, around, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing, you know. Like, even in Italy, I, I was actually... Hmm. Oh, we seem to have lost him there. Okay, we're going to try and get him back. It's still... Watching on Instagram yeah. uh, Inter Milan. The players were having lots of water. Can you still hear me? Yeah, no, I can still hear you. know, I heard that part about Inter Milan. Just the last one, Rama, because of time. Actually, somebody had asked earlier on. Uh, by the way, there are so many messages here on uh, social media, on Twitter. People impressed with how you are handling the interview, your professionalism. And uh, they're saying Rama is a very professional I respect him. I like his honesty. I like the fact that he respects Chiefs management and he understands why he was let go. Uh, Tato says, for me, Rama is so underrated. I had the chance to watch this guy progress from being under 17 captain until his senior debut. Wish him well in his new club. And Lebza says, you have a legend on your show uh, there, Ramatlo Mpatlele. There was a question about the way that you just so mature and professional on and off the field. Um, what are your plans for life after football? Have you thought that far yet? Will you still get involved in the game? after your playing days okay now I think we really lost him 
Uh, yeah, I think we have. Okay, we will see if we can reconnect. Hello? Oh yeah, there we are, Rama. No, I was asking the question that came earlier on about what are your plans after football because you're such a professional on and off the field have you thought that far would you like to get involved in the game it's not okay maybe the connection is not working let's take a break still nil oh we've got more voice notes okay let's uh play some voice notes so long hey member you have a legend in studio in ramatlum parcel this is a legend in the making you will never ever hear the man complaining He's professional. I like his professionalism. Of the youth of this beautiful game is taking a lesson or two from him. I just like that that player. I wish him well in his new club. Hope he'll perform better than his previous club. This is Manuel Lazo from Echozini. Good evening. Uh, I'm happy because you bring that guy to come and explain what has happened to Kansas Chiefs. You know, I'm not happy because Kansas Chiefs lose this guy. You know, he's one of the players that are very disciplined. And then, to show sometimes the discipline, you you have to, you know, listen on what he always said. Uh, yes, it's going to keep more secret. You know, it's, it's how a disciplined person do it to keep a secret of the club. Okay, lots of people saying disciplined, model, professional. We wish him all the best. You can see why he's captain. Great interview, Rama. You are a true professional. Um, Rama, they just wanted to know if you will still be involved in the game after your playing days. Have you played planned for life after football? Because you sound like one of those guys that already is thinking about the future. Uh, of course, like you know, you know, this is this is a, a big issue in South Africa because like. Footballers, sports people, musicians, we don't have what you call, what you call it, Konje, the Arna pension, you know. Mm. So it's up to us as footballers to try and whatever that you make from football, we should try and invest it. So uh, during the so-called rainy days, we have something to, 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 to fall back on. So uh, in terms of that, it is actually like for financial reasons, you have to set yourself up, you know, and, and in football, time goes by so quick. Set your things and try and invest as much as you can. Of course, if you do get to a stage whereby you can make what you're making now when you're playing, then good for you. But just try and, like, you know, after football, they say, okay, if I can earn maybe 75% of what I'm earning or even 50% of that from the money that I've got from football. So it's important for us as footballers to, to try and invest our money so we, we don't become burdens to our communities and our families after football. So as for being in football, I, I feel I feel like I'll be doing injustice if I, if I don't stay in football. After all the knowledge that I've uh, collected working with uh, so many great coaches and uh, learning so much, I think it's only fair that I try and take what I've learned and try and pass it to to, to, to generations that are coming behind us. So I'll definitely stay in football and yeah, and I'll be doing my other businesses that I'm doing, which uh, they are already there, set and running. So it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a continuous uh, 
a process that we on and football is going to be one of uh, of the things that I'm going to be doing after my playing days and so yeah Ah, great stuff, Rama. You'll also make a good uh, TV pundit also after your playing days. But you still have a lot of football <laughs> <laughs> left in you. So we wish you all the best at Amazulu Swallows, your former team, up next on a Friday night. But all the best. And thank you for engaging us tonight. Thank you for the insight. And like a lot of people agree, like you fitted in seamlessly at Amazulu. And a lot of people are just wishing you all the best, especially because of the professional uh, that you are. Thank you so much, Kaviso. Thanks to you and KG. And thanks to, to, to the people who called in the voice notes. Uh, I really appreciate that, you know. Uh, it just uh, shows the love that people have for us as footballers. And thank you so much. And thank you to Amazulu, the management, for, for having me. I really appreciate it.